0: Hey everyone, welcome to the PFF Betting Podcast. I am your host, Kendall Valenzuela, joined as always by Ben Brown, data scientist at PFF. Um, And today we are going to take you through Sunday's week 14 slate and give our takeaways and of course look ahead to our best bets for tonight's Monday night football matchup between the Los Angeles Rams and Arizona Cardinals. So let's get into it. Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game, but with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's just that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets if they score. You score with promo code PFF this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. all right Ben it was it was a rough Sunday a little bit of a rough Sunday for us we've been doing this together now and we hold ourselves accountable so I feel like we just have to open with that it was a little bit rough
1: yeah it was I mean it wasn't great (laughs) I would say uh you didn't initially give us credit for some of our quarterback rushing props that we talked about which is That's like the true. lifeline of this podcast That's true. Uh, and we mentioned four <laughs> of them joe burrow uh baker mayfield davis mills which was yes. both of our favorites which i think if we were going to do a lock of the week segment true. davis mills over 4.5 rushing yards would have been it that one definitely okay. hit and tom brady who had uh probably the most rushing yards he's ever had in a game uh that one also hit. So we yeah. went three for four on quarterback rushing props Two and four on other props. I take full responsibility <laughs> for that. I do think like uh, the interceptions, obviously, with Taylor Heineke, Derek Carr, both of those, uh, I guess I guess especially the Derek Carr one, uh, was kind of like one of those random fluky plays that wasn't even a turnover-worthy play. So maybe that was a decent process. But those plays didn't break right for us. Patch Mahomes, over 2.5 passing touchdowns. That didn't break right for us either, even though they put up, what, 48 no. points or something like that. Three rushing yeah. touchdowns. So. Yeah, I take responsibility, but I feel like we were very close to having uh, it be like a like an eight and one day or something like that as well. So it's that's it's,
0: true. OK, I'll give I'll give us okay. a little credit. I'll give you credit for the quarterback rushing props because like long live. Maybe that's what we just need right. this whole podcast to be is just let's just break down every quarterback rushing prop and then right. call it a day. It'll be fine. Um, but no, it was it was it was a weird Sunday. I mean, the the first slate. I mean, I you were looking at the first slate and thinking it was going to be blowouts right. the whole time. Um, but it ended up being kind of okay. I mean, the Chiefs blew, I mean, 48-9 to against the Raiders, the Seahawks. Thank you very much. We will always root for the Seahawks on this podcast now. But they found a little spark, even though it was the Houston Texans. Um, and then the Saints beat the Jaguars 30-9. to Washington football team kind of came back uh, against the Cowboys, but lost 27-20. I want to know what your biggest takeaway from the Week 14 slate was, Ben.
1: Yeah, definitely. I do think, you know, obviously the game of the week that everyone kind of had circled, Bills-Buccaneers. Uh, Buccaneers started off really well, right? I think it was 24-3, to kind of heading into halftime. Uh, and, you know, the Bills just didn't look right offensively whatsoever. Um, but there seems to be something almost brewing a little bit under the surface, I would say, especially with Sean McDermott. Hasn't been really good in his in-game decision-making. That fourth and three punt, uh, kind of toward the end of the third quarter. Uh, I thought they essentially punted the ball punted the game away uh, at that stage again they were able to you know actually get three stops on tom brady uh, and get the ball back and still score enough to kind of push that game into overtime but uh the decision making is kind of bad i do think you know josh allen uh seems to be relying maybe too much on his rushing ability doesn't really have the same average depth of target that he had last year i did really want to see stefan diggs get involved uh this game he was you know had a pretty quiet seven seven reception for 74 yards uh receiving game so i don't know i don't think that they are uh you know like the one or two best teams in the afc right now and i think that's probably my main takeaway is that i'm finally ready to probably uh don't necessarily put the nail in the coffin on the bills Ooh. but i'm definitely not buying into them as uh, a legitimate contender here even okay. though there's not very many good teams here in the afc whatsoever so yeah
0: yeah and digs did hit his um over he did it his so we, yes, thank you for that yes barely it was a sweat but we got it it was a sweat it was a sweat okay so then my question to that is what what is their ceiling to you then
1: yeah I mean I think you know what like a division round loss basically is kind of what it looks like to me I don't I don't think they are you know on the verge of the Super Bowl like I think everyone kind of projected them to be uh, in the offseason I do think the Chiefs are definitely right there maybe it's the Patriots uh as well but I think you know whatever team actually does emerge and win that AFC North is obviously going to be the challenger and a team that I think is better uh than than the Buffalo Bills so uh, I'm just not buying into the offense which is kind of interesting and Sean McDermott in general so we'll see you know how things change but uh I think it's going to be you know a dark rest of the season here for the Buffalo Bills so
0: yeah there's four games left and you talking about offensive woes, Like I think my takeaway was about the Dallas Cowboys. And, of course, they, they I want to say, squeaked out a win um, against the Washington football team. But to me, I don't think that team can be considered a contender until they figure out their offense, right? Dak Prescott, I believe, had two interceptions in that game. Uh, so it wasn't pretty. And to me, that defense carried the team. Right. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, I mean Randy, one... Gre- Randy Gregory and Micah, Pars- Micah Parsons. Like, let's just throw him out there. Obviously defensive rookie of the year but now people are saying you know sam monson's like he needs to be in talks for defensive player of the year you know you think miles garrett has that locked up or you know tj watt but um it was it was a big game and they can't to me they can't be contenders in that offense because with the offense that they're running now because the running game was fine but they were obviously obviously missing tony pollard and i they need to find a rhythm and i think in the last four games that's what they need to do because you can't go into the playoffs playing like they're playing. They had six red zone trips and only got a touchdown out of it. Right, so you right. just, you can't play like that and expect to contend in the playoffs. Yeah,
1: definitely. So, you know, Dak press got 22 of 39 uh, completions, 5.4 yards per attempt. Uh, sacked four times, did have the two interceptions, one obviously resulting uh, in a pick six. So yeah, he obviously is the focal point right now. Yeah. Doesn't still hasn't really looked uh, like he's kind of returned from that injury in week nine. So uh, I definitely agree with you. I think you know the defense is obviously you know the defense is obviously great. That's a good thing to see. Obviously we didn't expect that in the off season, but if they can't return. Uh, to kind of some of their early season performance in the offenses. I definitely agree with you. I don't think they are, you know, in that upper, upper echelon of NFC teams that we have uh, competing here every Sunday. So I, I agree with that. I think that is a pretty yeah. solid takeaway for sure. So I
0: feel like we're getting to the end of, you know, we're at the tail end of the season, obviously, there's four games left. And you're really, I feel like these last four weeks are going to really weed out because it's been a weird season. I mean, right. you look at the playoff pictures when they throw them up on TV and basically everyone's a contender right now. And I feel like in these last few weeks, we're really going to see that, you know, whittled down to who these teams really are and who can make it in the playoffs.
1: Definitely. Definitely. I agree. I agree 100 percent. It is going to be interesting the last four weeks of the season. so It'll be messy. It'll be messy, to say the least, <laughs> right? So
0: Yeah, it will be. All right. Well, let's dive into then our Monday night football props. Uh, let's wrap up week 14. It should be a good game to wrap up with, though. Rams-Cardinals on Monday night. Cardinals are at home. The Rams are underdogs for only the second time this season. So before we dive into our best bets, Ben, I want you to set the stage for us. Let us know. What you think the imp- your impression of this game is going to be like?
1: Yeah, definitely. So Cardinals fourth overall team in our Elo rankings. Uh, Rams have slipped down to ninth overall. So still sitting okay. inside that top ten team, not necessarily where they once were. Of course, obviously based on you know some of the performances of Matt Stafford in general. Uh, I I kind of like the Arizona Cardinals here at minus two okay. and a half. Anything before a field goal differential. I know that's not like a recommended play from Green Line, um, and it is you know last week I think we really wanted to see. Oh, is Kyler Murray back? Is DeAndre. Hopkins back are those guys going to be productive offensively they did rely heavily on their defense we did see Kyler Murray you know rushing around a little bit but I think this is going to be the spot where we can really judge whether they are you know the team that we saw early on in the season and if they are legitimate Super Bowl contenders probably coming out here of the NFC so I'm excited for it I am kind of buying into you know the Cardinals having a quality performance here against uh, you know, the Rams, maybe it's more so the fact that I don't really buy into the Rams at this stage in the game. But uh, I think the Cardinals are the play. I also think the under is probably the play, 51 and a half points. Um, you know, obviously both defense have been ex- extraordinary, basically, throughout the whole 2021 okay. season. Rams, number one defense ranking. I think they're going to have to keep the Rams in it if they are actually probably going to win outright or cover against the Cardinals. So I expect a lower score game, probably see the Cardinals, you know, separate after halftime i think that's probably where you know they're gonna end up winning that this match up here so
0: all right i like it well let's dive into it you like deandre hopkins under 58 and a half receiving yards you just what you don't think the connection's gonna be there you think the rams are gonna shut him down i'm curious as to what direction you're going with that yeah,
1: one yeah definitely We have seen kyler Moore, you know kind of distribute the football to a wide range of targets of course they have Zach Ertz. Uh, in the fold now, he was a guy that you know wasn't necessarily there when both DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray were in the lineup early on in the season. Christian Kirk's obviously taken a little bit more of a step forward. Rondell Moore, A.J. Green. So I just don't think he's going to be as heavily involved. I do think he will okay. see you know the shadow coverage from Jalen Ramsey. Hasn't had success against Jalen Ramsey in the past. Obviously, we don't rest too much on some of those smaller sample size coverage type situations but they have played you know 10 games together so i do think it's you know at least a worthy comparison to see how he's performed previously hasn't done really well so lower lower target share really tough match but i think that the cardinals are going to have to win elsewhere so i do think DeAndre hopkins yeah. under 58 eight and a half receiving yards is, is is one of the best uh player props we can bet here on monday for sure like it
0: so. all right we'll sweat that one out that sweat one <laughs> just the unders i just uh They they're rough. They're rough a lot of the times. But I do. I I agree with you. I think DeAndre Hopkins, especially in that matchup with Jalen Ramsey, that's going to be first of all a treat to watch. So it'll be it'll be fun. The next one I think everyone just needs to sit back and buckle up because we've got three for Cooper. We love (laughs) Cooper Cup in this game. Uh, The first one that I want to touch on though is Cooper Cup over ninety and a half. Receiving yards, Right. so uh, we like it and we're taking the over. Obviously, Coop has covered his receiving yards prop. I read this in your article. Nine of twelve games this season, and he's recorded at least ninety-four receiving yards in ten of twelve, including in each of his last seven games in a row. So, right. I mean, what, what, why are you going to cut off a good thing, right? right. You just got to keep rolling with them. Just
1: keep rolling with it. Go back to the, <laughs> you know, go back to the cookie jar because it's, you know, going to continue to happen. Obviously, nobody uh besides Devonte adams is even close to him from like a target yeah. share perspective uh targets per route run he's just been you know a league winner from a fantasy perspective i don't think that stops here on on monday night i'm not really buying into you know odell beckham jr potentially playing a really significant role we like Tyler Higby to go under his receptions as well, so I just think that means you know more opportunity for Cooper Cup uh, to probably go over. I think if I was you know only gonna bet one of these options, I know you said we like all three, but I do really like uh, Cooper Cup to go over 7.5 receptions. Our yep. player Pops tool is showing that as almost a 20.8% uh, edge right now. If that would have been available when I first wrote, uh, you know, the Monday Night Football written content piece i do think i would have definitely gone with that as opposed to his uh, receiving yards but uh, i'd like all three i think he's gonna go you know it's gonna be another vintage cooper cup performance 10 receptions you know 110 yards and a touchdown i think you know that's gonna be the only the only way besides defensively how you know the rams keep pace here because i don't really have too much faith in anybody else offensively you know Sonny michelle is gonna get the bulk of the carries uh you know odell beckham jr is still kind of getting broken into this passing passing game. So it's Cooper cup or bus basically for me on Monday <laughs> night. And I, uh, I like all three of them to be honest with you. What, what do you and, got? What do you yeah. got for his anytime? I guess. what you well, yeah, I've got, that, I've so. got him.
0: Well, I got him as an anytime because I want to take, I want to go the easier route. Right. I think, DeAndre Hopkins is going to be involved. That's a tough matchup, though. You like Zach Ertz, um, but we'll talk about him in a few minutes here about why you're kind of fading him a little bit, especially with Kyler Murray being back. Right. So I feel like Cup is the easy answer. Obviously, OBJ scored last week. He did his little uh, revival celebration from Fortnite. That was hilarious. <laughs> um, but, but I just want to go an easy route. And we since we're so high on Cooper Cup all over with his receiving yards and receptions, um, I think it's a good place to go because he also with our cornerback wide receiver matchup chart, he has an excellent matchup and you guys can find that on pff.com slash pff.com. But he has an excellent matchup rating of 92.1. And it's looking like Byron Murphy jr. Is going to be lining up across from cup on 61% of the snaps on Monday. And that's just, that's bad news for Murphy jr. It's just, it's not going to be fun for him. And I think, it, when they are lining up across from each other, he is going to at least sneak in there for one, maybe maybe even two. Because right. that's, that's that's the connection that they have right now is like unparalleled.
1: Right, right. I would agree with you. Yeah. Basically, the only other one that kind of comes to mind is, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams. Obviously, that yeah. is like the one, you know, quarterback to wide receiver connection that we have in the nfl so Mm -hmm. far and i think you know cooper cup matthew Stafford, kind of are playing at a very similar level here in 2021 so i buy into it he's getting the looks basically uh at every depth of the field i think he easily is going to be the look in the end zone a red zone area as well Mm -hmm. so I'm on board with it. I'm sprinkling it in. I'm sprinkling it in all three. Maybe just the same game parlay of just know, those that's, three is like, the, is like the best option.
0: That's what I was thinking. Monday I'm like, night, like okay, so. cup over 90 and a half receiving right. yards, coop over, cup over seven and a half receptions, and then any time. I feel like that's a beautiful parlay waiting to happen. Right, so we're right. just, just going to be watching him all game. So it's fine. Um, but someone we did talk about um, that you're kind of maybe fading a little bit is Ertz. Um, he's, he's had an incredible time since being traded to the Cardinals, right, before week right. seven. He played at 72.6% of offensive snaps uh, for the Cardinals, running a route on 74.7% of dropbacks. But, Ben, you did see a trend happen when Kyler came back from his injury.
1: Yeah, definitely. So he's basically – you know, had like four or five percent of his target share drop off from when Kyler Murray has started playing. You know, in those three game stretch, he has been involved. So the fact that you know DeAndre Hopkins is going to be in back as well, Kyler Murray is obviously back. I think Zach Ertz and him as kind of the focal point uh, of the Cardinals' pass catching game uh, is just not going to happen whatsoever. So the fact that he's at his highest receiving yardage number of the 2021 season, I think it's a spot that you can you know safely safely fade uh, Zach Ertz a little bit here. I do think there's probably just you know he's going to be involved he's definitely going to be a you know key part of this offense going forward but i think tonight or i think you know monday night here uh it's probably going to take a back seat to hopefully some of those guys on the outside like aj green christian kirk maybe a little bit of rondell Moore uh to help my fantasy prospects and stuff like that <laughs> and it does sound like we're gonna have chase Evans back he mm-hmm. adds an element uh, uh uh you know out of the backfield as that kind of like receiving down back in this offense so there's just a lot of mouths to feed and i do think Zach Ertz, being the new guy uh, is not going to help him <laughs> here on Monday Night Football. So
0: they have so many weapons. So I mean, many. just you, just you, just you, naming them off right now is like, wow, how, like, I don't, I don't know why. I guess, and I guess I can ask you this question: but like, do you believe? It's weird to me because they've had obviously a great re- record. They've won convincingly. Um, they have depth because Kyler Murray. Uh, was gone for a few weeks and they still won without him. Like, how far do you see this team going? Because I don't know why I'm still not on board with them to, like, everyone's saying – uh super bowl maybe super bowl and right. i just can't get i don't know why ben just convince me to get on that train with you
1: i don't know if i can get on board with it I either though right i mean I so right now we have them as the second most likely team to win the super bowl out of the nfc obviously wow. we have the tampa bay buccaneers uh, number one again these are before week 14 numbers we have arizona cardinals at around 11 percent chance uh, of uh-huh. winning the super bowl in our latest simulation basically the same same uh, percentage chance as the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think you know those two teams above them. Aaron Rodgers, Tom. Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. You want to see Kyler Murray at least beat one of those guys when it actually mm-hmm. matters. When it's a winner, winner, go home match before you really want to say. Oh yeah, I would totally put Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals as the best option to make it out of the NFC. Right, I just think it's something where he kind of needs to prove his worth. I think Cliff Kingsbury probably needs to prove something as well, uh, especially with how you know their season ended last year. So, uh, in saying that, you know, I just think. Even though Kylie Murray was probably playing at an MVP level uh, before his injury, uh, he still needs to beat one of these guys when it really matters in a winner go home spot in order to actually say the Cardinals are uh, the team to beat in the NFC. And until they do that, uh, I think there's always going to be question marks and doubts right now. So
0: and and you don't think i mean tomorrow's game cuz you're not really on board with the rams either so you can't right. watch you cannot watch on on monday on the, tonight and say oh if they beat this rams team then there that's it i'm i'm all aboard the red sea like i'm good right. to go right
1: right right yeah i would not say that i mean i think You know, the three best quarterbacks in the NFL or NFC right now, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. And then I think it's kind of, you know, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott in that boat. I would like to see them beat them, but I think it's a question that's, you know, not really going to be answered. I know it's a cop-out, but I don't really think it's a question that's going to be answered until playoff time. So.
0: When they when they don't when they when we come back to this podcast exactly. and revisit it and say oh yeah like we told they you lost. so we told you <laughs> yeah. right so. essentially can we talk about Tom Brady for a second is he not <laughs> insane did, did you what what were your futures before what was your futures for MVP um, I know I wasn't with you before but did you have any that you kind of want to brag about right now because I if mean, you say Tom Brady I'm gonna yeah. be really happy for you
1: yeah uh, I I wasn't I honestly don't really bet. Um, some of those, like you know, you know, okay. Timo Whiskey does like the article on, yeah. on MVP category. I tend to like not really uh, gravitate okay. towards those markets for a couple reasons, mainly because uh, I don't really like to tie up you know a ton of money in futures if I don't have to. Uh, you if I want to wait like, eight
0: months for a, for I, I never really want to wait eight months for a
1: payout, and then I also <laughs> don't really want to. I have it come down to like you know beat writers and those sorts of people's mm, opinions okay. on a certain player, and I feel like a lot of it's kind of a popularity contest. So I think I have you know much better odds okay. and likelihood of modeling things that I can actually have you know at least not not control over, but at least have like a more defined uh, mm-hmm. space and outcome than what you know like the MVP and those sorts of things. So anytime I bet them, it's probably it's probably just for fun. Uh, more yeah. so than anything else, and I honestly, I'd have to go back and see what Eric Eager actually bet for us. I'm sure he bet a couple of them because he always I'm does. Sure. But I usually I'm leave, sure. I usually leave those things uh, in his department. I try and grind That's out some of the funny. some of the other things that uh, we need to take advantage of here. You so. could
0: have, you could have lied right now. You could have said, "Oh yeah, I bet, I bet Micah Parsons defensive right, rookie of the right, year. Right, I bet right, Mac right. Jones offensive rookie of the year, and I bet Tom Brady MVP." And I would have just believed you, Ben. I right. really would have. Because I will I,
1: say, I will say on the Mac Jones thing, I did bet. Mac Jones to start week 1 uh, in New England shortly after the draft at like plus 500 odds. That was one of my better bets of the offseason. I did convince okay. Eric to do that on the PFF Betting Podcast. I think that was a pretty decent bet when we talked about it in the offseason. So that that was a That's spot a that I one. like for Mac Jones, but I don't I don't have any uh I don't have any offensive rookie of the year futures right. here pending or anything like that. P-
0: so nothing pending. That's nothing fine. Pending. So what do you to wrap it all up with about what do you think uh, this Monday night game uh, what do you think the final is?
1: I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 24-14 Cardinals is what I'm wow. gonna put it at it's a little okay. low scoring you know not a ton of offense unfortunately hopefully you know all the Rams offense comes from our boy Cooper Cup uh, and we see you know see probably spread out distribution of football happening uh, on the Cardinals side and you know takeaway okay. is probably gonna be you know they are definitely uh, the team. Uh, for sure obviously they already are the team and you know the nfc west but i think that this could be maybe a little bit of like a change in the guard that they're going to be you okay. know that number one expected team here for the foreseeable future not just this year as well so
0: i'll go i think the cardinals lose I don't know why it's only because it's only because I really don't believe them in him now right now anyway. So right. I hope they prove me wrong uh, because then I will be happy with them. But Ben, thank you so much as always, everyone. Thank you so much for listening and good luck.